Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That and, city's got to be sick right now. And you brought up, uh, you know, Kelsey. When you watch it back, now, you could say Joe was a byproduct of how they were scheming him or whatever. Laporta was destroying the Niners, and he would catch the ball underneath the sticks and then plow through two and three guys. If you don't think Travis Kelsey can do similar things, you're tripping. Well, he's the best tight end to ever live, right? It's him and Gronk, I feel like. I mean, Travis Kelsey, take the your, best receiving your, tight end. Yeah. He just broke a postseason take record your, take your for pick. most catches in postseason history. I mean, he's Travis Kelsey had 11 targets on Sunday against Baltimore. He caught all 11 passes, all 11 targets Kelsey brought down for a catch. Uh, let's go to Lav in Antioch. Lav, what's happening? What's up, Lav? Hey, what's up, guys? Good morning. Uh, long time listener, first time caller. Um, just want to hit on a couple things real quick. I mean, I, I encourage all 49er fans, you know, don't listen to the outside noise. You got, you know, the Nick Wrights of the world, the people on ESPN. We know what we got in Brock Purdy. And that, that's really, you know, all that matters. You know, whatever happens uh, February 11th, you know, I, I hope we obviously come out on the winding end, but it's been hell of a season. And, you know, this is what you want. This is what we wanted, and we're here. We just got to take advantage. Uh, just a couple things real quick. Um, special teams, um, we really – Moody, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, he can get a couple kicks in early. Um, some makeable kicks just to give him any extra confidence. If he has any nerves, um, hopefully the turf in Vegas is uh, looking right and looking good for us. Um, and then on the defensive end, um, Chase Young, I mean, obviously, you know, you guys have Baldy on every week. He'd tell you, he'd be, you know, a guy to tell you guys that he's quitting or, you know, not, not up to performance. But, I mean, honestly, I don't mind it being out there in the media right now, especially with, Nick Boson, obviously he, he, he put up and he performed on Sunday, but, you know, the prior five, six playoff games, there there were no sacks. So we need all hands on deck. If Chase Young is going to have a chip on his hands, so be it. Um, and then another thing, uh, stopping Patrick Mahomes, it's, I don't really think it's going to happen. I think the, <laughs> the outlier is Christian McCaffrey. I don't think I, I, I if Christian McCaffrey doesn't rush for – I don't know, 150, between 150 and Whoa. 165 with two Whoa. touchdowns. It, it, it's going to be, I know, it's going to be, it's going to be, but I, I think they can be had. I think they can be had in the run game. And also, you know, I think a lot of the short dump offs to kind of get McCaffrey and get Debo going, get Purdy some confidence. The, the longer we're on the uh, offenses on the field, um, the better I like our chances. Time of possession is going to be huge. Huge. I, let me address that. We'll, we'll peel like an onion some of your points. The the Jake Moody thing. I don't know. I I'm not as I, I I thought I was at one point worried about him. And yes, he missed a field goal early in the game, but he hit a big one later. I mean, a big time back to back weeks. We all forget the field goal he made in the fourth quarter against the Green Bay Packers. Totally agree. So, like, I maybe I'm not as like going crazy on the kicking game as as others. What about you, B? I mean, it's a problem. <laughs> I need you to make them. I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't, I, it may alter my decision. If there's a fourth and three in the Super Bowl, and I'll, I'll go fourth and two just for <laughs> since we're on the subject. Fourth and two, and I'm at, the, I don't know, 30-yard line. What am I going to do? Kick a 47-yarder with Jake Moody in a place that he's already missed a kick, or am I going to go for it? you got to remember, man, these fourth and twos and fourth and threes, and forget all the analytics for a second. This is just a new NFL. 
Andy Reid went for fourth and one, fourth and two on the first drive of the game, and they were around midfield. They were around midfield, and Patrick Mahomes had to make a miraculous throw to Travis Kelsey. How many times we talk about the Philadelphia Eagles? Boy, you want to keep them on a third and two and fourth and two because the Tush Puss is coming. The new NFL tells you to go for it on fourth and two, fourth and three. What does Sean McVay do? The biggest one of the biggest plays in the game in the 2021 NFC Championship game where the Niners are at the Rams, what, 43, 44-yard line, and it's a fourth and two? What did we all watch Shanahan to do? I wanted him to go for it in that situation. He putted. Also considering that the kicker at the time, because this goes into it, like right. didn't have the greatest leg. Right. You know, and, and where they were on the field, it, to me, it was a depreciating return to kick the ball down. And they pinned, and they pinned the Rams, and, and it didn't even matter. And you kind of make my point with Michael Basley, 45%. From 48-plus. So this is the new NFL when you get to those situations. So Moody, I think Shanahan is worried about uh, uh, Jake Moody. He may alter his sneaker now. We see him have him kicking. And he, he made a big kick himself. I say to him in week two when he nailed the 57-yarder. I'm like, wow. They're gonna really, you're not going to punt it here? He kicks it. Makes it. Go on to win that game. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in the Super Bowl. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ, FM, and HG1, San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app. Don't forget, you could watch us every single day on YouTube and Twitch. Just log on and search 95.7 The Game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you're there. Brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. A smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process. Shout out to the Comcast Business Text Line. It is a Warriors, Warriors game day, too. Um, they got the Sixers in town. <laughs> Returner Kate Scott. She's going to join us on NBC Sports Bay Area today. She's coming to the gatehouse. Very nice. Call Kate Scott. Get her on the rolls. I, I, I would love to talk to Kate Scott, actually. I uh, would. I, maybe, maybe I'll text her. Look, she's an Eagles fan now. <laughs> Come on. So, Eagles fly, Eagles fly. Okay, last thing here. Chase Young, for those that aren't uh, maybe on social media, there are lots and lots of videos that are circulating around, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, X, whatever the hell they're calling it now, of showcasing the effort level of Chase Young. And it's it's not great. It doesn't look good. Um, I feel like the most... I think the lowest form of disrespect uh, for fans when they see a player that looks like they're dogging it, I feel like fans lose their mind, right? Fair or not. Like, in a, just like when you see somebody and you, you're like questioning their effort level, that's like the lowest form of disrespect for fans. Yeah. It, it feels like you, you're questioning that person's heart, you know? And I cannot defend any of the videos that I'm seeing from Chase Young. He's like, it's not even jogging. He's like walking. And then he like sticks a hand out. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know what he's doing. You're playing for a trip to the Super Bowl. That's my problem. You're playing for a trip to the Super Bowl. You got to be flying around. Like Detroit, they were borderline dirty on Sunday with a couple tackles, but they were not leaving anything on that football field. They're going to die trying to get into that Super Bowl. Some of the efforts, what I saw on field from Chase Young, it now makes sense on why he was traded for a compensatory pick, a third round they'll, pick. They'll be getting that comp pick. pick. He ain't getting yeah, no he, money. He, yeah, yeah, I, I don't I, know what kind of money he's getting, but well, it's not going to be it, here. It's not going to be from us. And uh, again, I, the whole Jacksonville game where he came in and made a splash, it's all good. When you make your, what do you do later down the line when nobody's watching? Well, we're all watching now, and Chase Young ain't doing much. It's actually disappointing how bad, how poorly well, he's playing on the edge and not setting the edge. He he yeah, he's not playing good at all, and he's not the only one. Like Armstead didn't look right; he looked thinner, uh, slow. He didn't get great push. Now he did make a really nice play on a third down, or maybe it was the fourth down play to to push Jared Goff out of the pocket. But he didn't look good either, and he's making a ton of money right now. He's missed a ton of time. That foot is not right. And I, I feel bad for him, dude. This is like the biggest point in his career. I know he's been to the Super Bowl with this team before. It, the guy looks like he's physically unable to play right now yeah. at a high level. Let's get the Danker in the city real quick. And then we got Baldy 730. We got Nick and Berkeley, Amir Dublin. Danker, long time no talk. What's going on, man? What's up, Danker? Top of the morning, gents. Um, yeah, uh, my only concern with KC would be because I don't think, I think a lot of the receivers are like redundant physically. Uh, I like our our matchup size wise. Speed's always going to be a question, but I think we go Nick a lot of the time. I would like to just man up Ward on Kelsey and just take him out Belichick style, just take him off the table, and let our linebackers kind of read and react and chip those tight ends because the second tight end, those two tight ends, we can yeah. really 
mess up their timing, right? So a lot of twists, things like that with the linebackers, because Andy reads about misdirection, revolving doors. If we can't allow him to count on what we're doing, I think that really messes them up. So, And, of course, you know, you can't stop him, but you can only try to contain Mahomes. But I think if we can take Kelsey out and force Patrick to try to read the rest of the field, I think that's one of our better chances. That's a good point, Decker. That's a good point, Decker. Hey, look. We got a break here. We got Baldy coming up in 19 minutes. Teammate, the witness football game against Kansas City. And we'll, we'll pill it as we get deeper and deeper into the week. And next week, of course, this may just be one of those situations where, yes, we need the offense to win us a football game. And they've done that a lot. And Brock, I trust. I truly do. McCaffrey, I trust. I truly do. You may just have to outscore Kansas City. You may just have to win a shootout. Philadelphia failed to do it last year. They got called for defensive holding. Couldn't get a stop. You may just have to outscore Mahomes and company because I this defense right now is leaking oil. All right, what's coming up in the game? Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service making no compromises. As I just mentioned, Baldy in 18 minutes. Brian Baldinger, you know what time it is with him. Baldy's breakdowns plus Nick and Amir. We're going to get to you on the other side here on the Morning Rust. With Vontae and Shasky. Some people can't argue with me because they can't win arguments against me. I'm undefeated, never lost. You're the Brandon Staley of the show. Shout out LeVar Ball. Nah, I'm not getting fired anytime soon. (laughs) I win games, big games. I don't lose games. Uh, Big game tonight, Vontae. Let me give a quick shout out. Bruce Mahoney. Women's game tonight oh. at USF. I know that there's a basketball game, a warrior game that you're going to be at, and I've got a little something for you in a second on that. But I went out to Sacred Heart for the crab feed on Saturday. Lots of love from a lot of people out there. They're big Bonte Hill fans. Me, not so much. You, they love you. Uh, Sacred Heart's beautiful. Campus, that's gorgeous. I hadn't don't, been don't in there. start sucking up the Sacred Heart now because you wear it on a rear to gear. Well, I told I'm you. Start sucking up the Sacred Heart. That's I, my I, school. I did the world tour. I went everywhere uh, except St. Ignatius, but my wife went there. So, um, yeah, SI versus SH tonight. And I went to that SH uh, new, I guess it's the cafeteria and the new gym yeah. or whatever. Just absolutely gorgeous. The facility is beautiful in there. One of the best really nice time for the crab feed. Yeah, one of the best gyms in the city. There's a lot of crab feeds going on, right? Yeah, there is. Feeds. And then tonight at the Warrior game, I don't know if you know this. There's going to be Irish dancing as oh, we really? go Sacred Heart here on you. Really? Irish dancing at the Warrior Game tonight. Um, the Boyle Irish Dance Academy. And Ooh. my boy Jimbo, his daughter Emma's going to be out there dancing. Oh, congratulations, Emma. Congratulations, yeah. Jimbo. Um, Warriors need to win in the worst way, man. They need to win. And Beach probably going to play. He didn't play last night. He didn't play Saturday against Denver. Uh, Terry Spaxi didn't play last night. Philadelphia, one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. Warriors back-to-back one-point losses at home. <laughs> The fighting Kate Scotts are in town. Oh, boy. The fighting Kate Scotts. Kate's going to join us on Warriors pregame live today at the Gatehouse. I can't wait to see her. I really can't. Ask her, I'm a, I'm a griller about Absolutely the Eagles. incredible. I will griller about the Eagles. How we destroyed Philadelphia. Not the 49ers, but the more than else. <laughs> Do you think she puts on her, like, because now the Niners are in the Super Bowl. Do you think she dares put anything on social Absolutely media? Absolutely not. With the Niners? Absolutely yeah. not. She's not dumb. K Scott, we know K Scott's no dummy. That's why she got got away from us. Yeah, <laughs> the best, best career decision, move of all best time. decision of her life. She trampolined right into way more fame and money. By the way, you want to hear from our boys from Dallas? Why is that, Sean? They refuse to do a simulcast with us, so I guess they're going to Radio Row. Oh, one five three to fan to Dallas. Good for them. RJ and Sean, listen to this. We're living rent free inside their domes. Francisco comes back, and we're going to have to deal with this for two weeks straight, including a week with them and others in Vegas at the Super Bowl. Yeah, because painful. We're finally going to meet. What's her names? They'll be there. I'm What's sure. her name? Finally right? meet them. You think? Oh, well, we only go there. Why don't we go there? We're going to get it. We'll, we'll, if the Dodgers go to the Super Bowl, we'll go there. Yeah, I don't know that they generate enough revenue for the budget for that, but <laughs> I guess we'll see. It's San Francisco. To drive. The San Fran radio yeah. team. They could probably make the drive like we did in New Orleans that one year. It's like a bus. It's going to be annoying. We're going to see them. This felt like a 30 for 30 with the meltdown. <laughs> it, it really, literally, like every play, every drive. This is why I don't respect those clowns. You know, in today's society, cancel culture. Oh, we're going to have to see those girls, basically. 
Oh, she's called us basically called us some girls. That that's so original. Remember he had the mama joke right away. Two minutes in, I was like, "Oh, this guy's dead. <laughs> this guy's right on." I got him in my pocket. I just, you know what? We're gonna go to the game. We got credential. Thank God. We'll be at the actual game. They'll be flying out on Friday. Good for them. Yeah, you know, no. I hope they have fun interviewing. You know, a parade of people selling. You know, right. uh, erectile dysfunction pills or it's, whatever the heck they're it's selling. The closest Dallas will ever get to the Super Bowl is Radio Row. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been to a title game. They haven't been to a title game since 1995, and that's all they're thinking about. Oh, we're gonna walk right past you. I got no problem doing it. Hey, that. we've got Leon Lett coming on the show, and he's gonna <laughs> sell us some Gillette. We've got Terrell Davis coming on in three minutes, and he is selling, you know, soap, head and shoulders. Like it's I. We maybe, have Nate Newton coming on, and he's gonna sell us his life story and how he got. Caught with four pounds of weed. Terrell Davis Rowe. selling head and shoulders and he pulled. Oh, yeah. My, I'm sorry. I wasn't. <laughs> like that. But like, no, for me, I'm a diehard radio listener. Radio Road to me is not good radio. Just for me. And again, I, I'm the creator of not good radio. So I, I know one when I see one. And it's just I don't I don't get much value as a listener out of it. It's like all these names and they're just selling products. Right. I don't know. I, I don't care much for it. So we'll we'll reveal our plans for the Super Bowl next week. We'll we'll let everybody know what we're doing for the Super Bowl, the morning roast that is. But I want to get to the calls. Let's go to Nick and Berkeley. Nick and Berkeley before we get the baldy at seven thirty. Nick, what's happening? Good morning. Man, what's up, y'all? Hey, man, straight B-U-M status for Jackson, man. I don't even know what you was doing, dog. I have no idea what you were doing. I guess you forgot how to play football. The moment got too big for you, bro. So I don't even know why they signed you for all that money. You should be ashamed of yourself, man. Dude, what were you doing, dude? Like, Andy Reid's defense was that good, dude? You were just out there panicking, bro. Let me tell you something about Detroit fan. Detroit fan is the worst, most smug, contrite fan I've ever had the displeasure of sitting next to really? a game. They were actually turning around saying, I thought your defense was good, blah, blah, blah. And then they were up, you know, 24 or whatever, and talking that smack. I said, well, bet. Y'all, anyone y'all want to bet, I'll give you even money right now. Like, come on. Y'all scared? Like, why you don't run from the hip? Because our defense is about to put the crackers on you. And slowly but surely, I was, you know, these guys like, oh, field goals don't win, win, uh, win, uh, win playoff games. So I said it earlier in the day, right? And so, man, we was going back and forth for a minute, and they all quit and got quiet. Every last one of those fans, midway through the third, sat down and didn't have nothing to say. They stopped cheering. I couldn't believe it. They don't ever say, you guys are a bunch of front runners, bro. The worst ever, worse than Dodgers fans. I, no. I refuse to believe that. Come on, no, no, Nick. No, no. I got to call I, Cap I love on you, that Nick. One. Come on. Listen, I got one more thing, man. I got one more thing. Go ahead. There's this little kid. There's this little kid. He's about, he about a foot tall, right? He was stomping on a Niner flag. I went up to his pops. I said, man, take it. You're by, I said, your son just, 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 just jinxed you. You know that, right? He's like, oh, no, come on, come on. They're all, it's like a circle of people filming this little kid stomping on a Niner rag. So I'm like, if we lose this game, that's going to be like viral, complete for, for thousands of years. But hey, little kid, don't cry. You know what I'm saying? Your daddy and your mommy will be there for you. Back to your choice, losers, for the, for, for, for the retake next year. We'll see you back out here. Check it out, Mahomes. Oh. We're coming for you, Mahomes. Uh, hey, coming Nick. for you, Mahomes. You've had some great calls. Hey, Nick, that Nick. might not have been one of them. Nick, oh, yeah, he's just... I, I didn't meet a bad Detroit no, fan. They were cool. And actually, I didn't talk any trash to him, especially after the game, because I had too much respect for that football team. They sh Detroit should be getting ready for Las Vegas. Like, <sighs> and now I'm not going to complain. The Niners did what they had to do to come back, and they made all the plays to the second half. So it's a 60 minute game. But boy, There's watching that of, back last yeah, night, I, I said, Ooh, we, ooh, we can't play not, cannot play like that against Kansas City. Let's go to Amir Dublin real quick. Amir Dublin, we got Baldy in four minutes. Baldy's going to join us. You don't want to go anywhere, folks. Brian Baldinger in four minutes. But let's get to Amir Dublin. What's happening? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, I'll make it quick uh, before I get to my point. Just let you know Philly and Dallas. They're always going to hate because they always get hyped up and they always fall short. I mean, they fall short bad, and this year was the worst I've ever seen. So let them talk. My, my point is I'm worried about the corners. This defense is built to get uh, pressure on the quarterback, and when they can't, I don't know if Ambry Thomas and Dallin or Lenore can hold up against these case receivers. Javarius Ward, I think he'll be fine. I think one caller said put him on Travis Kelsey. What about the other guys? If they don't get pressure – can Lenore and Ambry Thomas step up? And I'm kind of worried because they're getting burned in, uh, against Detroit and against Green Bay. So uh, thanks, guys. 
Take care. Appreciate now, your time. How about this? I want to play this for you, Shasta. I want your thoughts on this real quick before you answer that. Shanahan, I'll bring it in a consultant before the Super Bowl. Check this out. <laughs> Well, I know some teams bring in some teams bring in um, consultants heading into the Super Bowl. I think the Eagles did with Vic last year. Uh, would you bring in a, a defensive consultant like one of these ex head coaches that are out of work, like Belichick or Carroll or or Rabel or Rivera? Um, no, I, I haven't really thought about that yet, so I wouldn't <laughs> say never. But um, I, not right now. I'm not thinking about it. Did- Possibly. <laughs> did did Vic Fangio wasn't he brought in to help the Eagles last year or am I misremembering that? That's what he said. That's what he alluded to in the beginning. Yeah, of Vic yeah, yeah but that was last year. That was last year. And, no. Yeah, and, and they gave up like what thirty five points. Yeah, 40 Mahomes, 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 Mahomes yeah, <laughs> Mahomes card up. Like I mean, I get the question and I understand where he would be. Like you don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't think you bring someone in this late in the process to, you know, get their hands on something when they haven't been there all year. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You know, Steve Wilkes, for whatever people think about him, he did, you know, adjust in that second right. half. And and they did, you know, clamp things down. I think they've got more personnel issues than scheme issues. But I would love to ask Baldy. I'm, I'm yeah. staring at a Zoom right now yeah, looking at got, him. I want to hear what he's he got. He's got the white button up behind. He's showing the taco meat. Baldy is ready to go here on our morning roast. He breaks down plays better than anyone. I mean, this is like Shark Week now. And you know what Baker Mayfield is? He's chum. Look at these sharks. You think you're getting away from those four angry sharks? It's Shark Week. It's time to eat. Make the read. Urgency. That's the name of the game right here. Urgency. Now. On it. He's on it. Touchdown. Beautiful throw. He's our 95-7 The Game NFL insider. Brian Baldinger. And he joins us down the Boxer and Girls and Guest Line. Brian Baldinger, presented by our proud partner, Golden State, serving the Bay Area for three generations, building better starts with Golden State. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit GoldenStateLumber.com. And what a championship weekend it is. We get ready to roll with Baldy here on the morning roast for the next 20-plus minutes. I just kept thinking as I was driving in, Baldy, when we first talked to him back in early August, he said, folks, it's going to be the wildest ride in the NFL we've seen in quite some time. Huh. And boy, was he huh. telling the truth. It has been a wild ride, including championship weekend, where both road teams had a chance to steal it. But the Niners rally in the second half. And, Baldy, let's just start here. The difference between the first and second half. I didn't recognize that team in the first half. Detroit did whatever they wanted. But Alco Moe came and played in the second half with the Ladybug catch. And Brendan Ayuk and the Niners still it there. Give me your thoughts on that second half and the Niners turnaround. Well, I mean, it literally started um, on the first play of the second half. Like they said, um, Kyle Shanahan came out and said after the game, like our goal was to go down and score a touchdown. And they didn't score a touchdown. He was ticked because they had a chance to. And they didn't. They kicked a field goal. Um, you know, and then it, it, it kind of snowballed from there. I mean, you know, then for whatever reason, Detroit doesn't go for it, doesn't kick the field goal on fourth and two at the 28 to match. You know, to go back up 17, you go up three scores. And... They get the ball back, and the first play, they go to Ayuk down the field. I mean, they just attacked. It was completely different. They said, okay. It's almost like 
they had to play, they had to get so far behind to play their best football, and to lock in just to you know to use a Brady phrase just to get laser focused, and I felt like okay that's what that locker room speech was all about. Whatever they said, it's time to get laser focused right now. There's no room for error. A lot of things went their way. They made a lot of things happen, but that's what happens. And you know, Bonte, you see yep. basketball games turn all the time. Mm-hmm. You know where it looks like you know they're getting blown out of the gym, and all of a sudden here comes the full court press. Yep. Here comes the slam dunks. Here comes the free throw, and all of a sudden you know they turn it, and that's what happened in that second half. Now, you slipped in the fourth and two. Shasky and I have been kind of dissecting that all week long. Dan Campbell going for it on fourth and two. And I understand the Lions were, they converted 80% of their fourth and threes and less. And I thought the third down play was very vital because they, for some, whatever reason, they're rolling with David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. And Amara St. Brown lines up in the backfield on third down. Warner makes a great play. I thought Kinlaw made a good play there to hold up his block there and shed that block and make a play on Amara St. Brown. But then they go for it on fourth and two. And I get that Michael Badgley has converted only 45% of his field goals from 48 yards plus. Uh, and that's a long field goal there. I had no problem with the decision, Baldy, that decision. But later on in the game, I was like, all right, Dan Campbell, you're getting a, getting a little wacky here. But that decision right there of 24 to 10, did you have an issue with that? Because at the end of the day, Josh Reynolds, Josh Reynolds just flat out drops it. Well, it, it, it's, not, it's not a great play on fourth and two, to be honest with you. It's, I mean, it's not a gimme. It's not where, okay, we're going right. to roll right and there's going to be a pick right here and I got an open receiver. I mean, you still got to throw the ball. I mean, there's vertical routes down the field. There's really, I mean, he was the, I, I don't understand the route, but <clears throat> look, if you're up, if you kick the field goal there from 45 yards, you're up 17, you're up three scores. Does it make a difference if you're up three scores, 17 or 21? Right. Like, to me, you just go match the 49ers score, their field goal. And now the 49ers are still down three scores, and now halfway through the third period is over. So you're at seven minutes to go in the third quarter, and you're up three scores. I, I felt a lot better. I just felt like – and then I felt like on fourth and three and halfway through the fourth quarter where he could have tied it up with a you know 48-yarder. I thought he was just chasing points at that point, Bonte. Yeah. You know, and he was like, like, all right, we didn't get the first one. But, you know, our analytics say we're 80%. We'll get this one. And, you know, we'll go down and we'll we'll score a touchdown. We'll take the lead. I I, I felt like the the critical one was the first, fourth, and two uh, halfway through that third quarter. Mm, so you didn't like that decision. I'm so I'm a little surprised, Baldy, because I they were averaging seven yards of carry with the ground. I had no problem with that one. That one I I, I honestly, but that it's very interesting to hear from you. Very interesting. I didn't like the play call either, but again, the receiver's gotta make a play. Riddles flat out drops it. Yeah, it's not a, I mean, look, it's it's not an easy catch. It's not like it's hitting him, you know, uh, at the number eight. I mean, it's off his body. It's away from him. Yes, it goes through his hands. Right. Yes, he's got to catch it. But at the same time, it's not an easy. It's not an easy catch. It's not a gimme. You know, he's got a defender on his inside. He's reaching around to the outside, and he drops it. Now, if he catches it, maybe we're not even talking right now. You know, yeah. we're, you know, like we're we're discussing, you know, what went wrong. But you know, that was a big part of. Their their comeback was the fourth quarter uh, fourth down stops. Yeah, and and I think getting Goff to move up in the pocket because the Bosa pressure, like you saw, anytime he didn't have a clean pocket to throw from and he had to move, he was struggling. Like he just was. Yeah. And then I look at Brock. I don't know what happened in the first half. It felt he hit a couple of big throws, like the one to Ayuk on the outside on mm-hmm. the first drive was a beautifully timed throw. But he was just like a step slow and like a little hesitant to rip it. I don't know if he didn't see the field or whatever. But the difference for me in the second half. It wasn't just like seeing the field. The legs, that third and four where they had the shotgun and you have Debo on one side and McCaffrey on the other, even the touchdown pass where he moved slightly to the left and threw to Ayuk, he used his legs to either scramble and make a play or to create a passing lane for himself. I thought the difference in this game for Brock Purdy was the feet. What did you see from first half to second half? No, I mean, look, the, the, look, they, they, the two first drives of the game, they went right down the field. They missed a field goal, all right? They don't convert on third down. Missed a field goal, go right down the field, second drive, and scored a touchdown. Uh, you know, he had a couple balls batted down by, by uh, you know, Hutchinson, and so those kind of affect you. But, you know, he was channeling his inner Steve Young, you know, in that game. Like, that was classic Steve Young right there. And, you know, we've seen him scramble, but... Every one of those three scrambles for 52 yards was so critical. So critical getting a chunk, uh, converting, just keeping the drive on schedule. And those aren't – you can't practice that. 
That's just got to be a feel. That's a, an instinct. I mean, we see it from Mahomes all the time, which is great. It, that's Patrick Mahomes. He's been doing this for seven years. This is a kid that, you know, hasn't completed two years of playing yet, and now he's in the biggest game he's ever played in, and he's, he's pulling a ball down and finding lanes, and not just – but, I mean – that, that's a talented, fast defense. Yeah. And he's getting those chunks. And so that, I mean, two 20-plus yard scrambles like that are, I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. You know, that he had a great throw to Debo on the first drive uh, of the third quarter. It was just ripped, like, yep. right into the ripped middle right of the field. Ripped right in the middle of the field. That throw, though, Joe, like, you know, people, I don't know, like, I'm so tired of the whole game manager, whatever, whatever they're trying to say. That was a dime, Baldy. That, that throw... You, you drop back five steps, you hitch, and you rip it. And it's right into the thick of a four-man right. zone. Like and, and Debo's catching it on the dead run. Yep. Like He's not jumping up for it. He's not reaching back for it. He's not going down low and catching it off his shoestrings. He's catching it. Literally, it's playing T-ball. It's like <laughs> going out there with your kid that's five years old and you're playing T-ball. You put it right there on the tee for him. You can't throw it any better than that. Yeah, he showed toughness when he got drilled on the Debo pass. He got drilled, I man. mean, just like right underneath the chin, and he gets drilled. But I want to talk about the Ayuk throw. Yeah. It, when you look at it from the wide angle, Ayuk clearly gets like penalized by getting hit by the cornerback, and, and yeah. he rips it down. I mean, he ripped that ball downfield, but the catch, the dexterity, the athleticism, the hand-eye coordination. I mean, break down the Ayuk catch. Catch the whole play. I want to hear it from you, Baldy. Well, it's 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 play action, match protection. They pull Aaron Banks and uh, and Kittle to go seal the edge on Hutchinson right there. So, because it's a design shot play, and I think I said it right here last week. I said they're going to go after Kendall Vildor. Like I, you know, I don't know when they're going to go after him. They're going right. to go after him because like he just he just struggles. Down the field, playing the ball in the air. Like, I've seen too many. When he was in Chicago, he did. I thought he did in Detroit. Like, they were down corners. He had a play. I just thought it was a matter of time before they went after him. And they did it in a, in a, in a way where the free safety wasn't there. So, the ball's in the air 50 yards. Uh, Vildor interferes. The back judge throws the flag. Um, the ball's tipped. It's it's the modern-day Lin Swan catch. Yep. Like, it's, it's an acrobat. You know, it's, he, he, he's, he's an app, app, I don't even know how he tracked the ball after it was tipped like that. And then to see how he secured the catch, made sure that he rolled that. Honestly, in this day and age, like the way that you catch a ball and go to the ground, you have to, in every way, because of all the cameras and replay and everything, right. you can't give them any reason to think that it's not a catch. That ball tips, you know, it hits the ground, it moves, is it a catch, isn't it a catch? You don't know. Right. You have to make sure that when you go to the ground with the ball, that you're showing them that the ball never touched the ground, you have it secured all the way through the catch, and you see these receivers now going out of the way to make sure that they show any official the ball, and he did that. Oh, unbelievable catch. Ladybug catch. We're going to be talking about that for many, many years here in the Bay Area, especially if the Niners beat the Kansas City Chiefs in a couple of weeks in Las Vegas. Brian Baldinger here on the Boxer Girls. Give me that real line. quick, though, Bonte, because I, I didn't hear the whole interview. Oh, well, here's so he's saying he saw a Ladybug. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's Brendan Ayuk with so Aaron Andrews yeah. at the game. Listen to this, Baldy. All right, come on. Before the game, a Ladybug landed on my shoe. <laughs> and y'all know what that means. So that's all I can say, because I don't know. I don't know. Just great luck. God was with us today. Great win. <laughs> bang, bang, not her game. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. The Lady uh, Buck that's, that's hilarious. That is hilarious, that's... man. It is hilarious, man. What a game that was in Levi Stadium. Niners make the largest comeback in the title game history after being down 17-plus at the half, down 24-7 to against the Detroit Lions. And then you get Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy. I thought Shanahan's five-minute mm. drill there, but I do want to get to the defense, and his run defense does concern me. Because at that fourth and two, at that moment, Detroit had a hurt 68 rushing yards to the Niners 45. Now, Detroit didn't run the ball more after that. They got a little behind they got a little out of their game plan. But this run defense, Baldy, is very, very concerning. And look, we text over the weekend, Chase Young, what did you think of his performance? Because a lot of 49er fans right now, Baldy, are down on Chase Young. They believe the effort is a little down, not championship effort. You look at the play by Jameer Gibbs, the third touchdown, that's not championship effort. We're trying to get to a Super Bowl here. You got to go balls to the wall here. And I didn't see that from Chase Young on Sunday, Baldy. He plays too high. He plays too high. He likes to see everything that's going on. And, you know, guys are hitting him in the chest. They're getting underneath him. Uh, tight ends are blocking him. But I didn't think, outside of Bosa, I didn't think any of the defense linemen played well. I didn't think Armstead did. I didn't think Hargrave did. Mm. Definitely not Kinlaw 
or given. I didn't think they got good performances from that front. They got blocked up. I didn't think the run fits with the linebackers was good. I thought Fred was off. I thought Burks was off. I mean, I didn't think the run fits looked like a championship level defense. Like honestly, I mean, if Fred Warner was on the show right now, I'd go Fred on that. You know, Montgomery run 15 yards right in, up the middle. I mean, it's a basic inside zone. Everybody runs that play. The 49ers run as well as anybody. They're double teaming the tackles. The linebackers got to go. They got to go fit that. Burks went one way. Warner went the other way. Like I don't know what they're like. Whether it was a tight end in motion that threw him off or whatever, but they just opened up the middle right to you know Tig to right. make the tackle. Like I didn't think they. I didn't think they like. I would get back to the basics of taking on double teams, getting off blocks, like walking through your run fits. You should get these run fits down where literally you put a blindfold on and you know exactly where you're going. And it, that was that was out of sorts, and it didn't look right, and it didn't look like a championship-level performance to me. Is that on scheme? Is that on the players? Is that a combination of both? Uh, I, well, some of it is Detroit. I mean, they're excellent up right. front. Okay. Uh, but, you know, regardless, it doesn't matter. I mean, you, you just have to have this mentality that you're not going to be blocked. You're going to get off blocks. And I don't think they had that mentality. They got, they got, they played too high. Their pad level was too high. They got underneath them. They got driven. Um, I see guys on the ground. You can't play football on the ground. So, I mean, I could pick apart eight runs where you go, they have to be better than that because mm. Pacheco will do the same thing to him. Yeah. Well, like on those on those outside tosses, right? They kept going to the outside. Uh, it's like one on one. Either it's Burks getting plastered by a wide receiver, or then you got Gibbs or, or Tig Brown coming up, and it's one on one. You got to make a play, and they're eating grass, and like yeah. no one's coming up to make a play. I'm very concerned about the safety play right now because yeah. teams are getting to that second and third level in the run game. Like, I, and so I guess my question is: is do they have just a personnel? issue at this point in the, in the year or is this on Steve Wilkes? Mm, I think it's more personnel than Steve. Gotcha. I mean honestly, I mean everybody runs toss crack, everybody right. runs outside zone. It's been a weakness of the 49ers all year. They haven't been particularly good at it. Mm. And so like I was talking to Rod Woodson, I was in Baltimore on Sunday. I was talking to Rod Woodson about, you know, communication. Because if if my defensive end is getting cracked back by cracked back by a, a tight end or wide receiver, first of all, I can't get blocked by the either one of those guys. Right. If I'm Chase, Nick, if I'm Gregory, whoever it is, like I can't get blocked by any of those guys. But it also helps if somebody's t- telling you there's a crack, crack, crack coming. Like somebody's got to be yelling that out. Like it, you or you, you at least have to look at the splits of these guys and go. It's a possibility. Like they could be coming down on me. It's first and ten. This is a, a an indicator that in this form from this formation, like they could run this play. I mean, he's got to be high alert here, and. <sighs> It didn't. It didn't look like that, especially no. in that first half. No, it didn't. And and I'm worried about Andy Reid and his screen game. He's one of the best screen callers when he calls a screen. Whether it's Westbrook out in Philadelphia and all the backs he had in Philadelphia, now with Kansas City, Andy Reid knows how to run a screen. The Detroit screen game was on point against the Niners. I'm very concerned with this mm-hmm. defense, but that flips to the offense here. How can the Niners start faster against Kansas City? Back-to-back weeks in which they've scored just seven points. It's one of the most prolific, explosive offenses all regular season, yet they've gotten off to slow starts. Not something you want to do against Mahomes, Baldy, but how can they get what is going on, what is contributing to the slow starts here for the 49ers in back-to-back playoff games? Well, I mean, I don't agree with that, though. I mean, I I saw them take the ball right down the field the first two drives. So, you know, they missed a field goal. They went went all the way down to the 30 in the first drive. No problem. Made all the throws. uh, Just didn't convert. And then, you know, they went right down went 75 yards in the next drive. I mean, they moved the ball, uh, you know, and then they threw an interception. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, whether, you know, Brock's hand got, you know, hit on that play and affected the throw or not, regardless, Malcolm Rodriguez came down with it. So they, 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 they got off, they moved the ball. They, they like to run it a little bit better. They got stuffed a couple of times, but McCaffrey right. had the 25 yard, or he had right. some good, some good plays early on. So, I mean, there was, there, there were, you know, and then, look, the longer you stay on the field, the more you could get into your game plan, right. the longer you can get to some of your play action, especially if you get into some kind of rhythm. So, um, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I don't necessarily agree. I know Green Bay. It was definitely a slow start. Right. I know they only had seven points at halftime, but they didn't have that many possessions. They had what four possessions in the first mm-hmm. half, and uh, you know one of them is interception, and one's a missed field goal. So um, you're just not going to score touchdowns in every drive. 
No, no, you're not. I, you know, we got Kansas. We got two weeks next week. We'll really break them down. But yeah. I'm looking at Debo Samuel, and he's just such a different player than the last yeah. time they played in the Super Bowl against him. He brought a jolt to that stadium. I don't know if you saw it on the film. I'm not sure if you saw it during the first time watching it, but it just felt like he brings a calmness to the team and. The guy just refuses to be tackled. There's like a screenplay, which is one-on-one, just, ah, get off me. I'm going for eight, nine yards. He brings so much to the table, and I don't know if people can really quantify his impact. And I underrated at times, but I just thought Debo was special in this game. Well, I always think he is, um, you know, especially uh, in front of that home crowd, because, yeah. you know, as soon as he touches the ball, it makes everybody, you know, it's like Barry Bonds up at the plate. Like, there's <laughs> going to be a home run's going to get hit here. But I think... Like I've said this many times, and I've said it on your show, he gives his team a toughness yep. that nobody else gives. Obviously, yep. McCaffrey is what he is, and Fred is who he is. And they have those players, uh, and Kittle, obviously. But he just gives a total different level of toughness. Like, he challenges every single tackler. He runs through Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. He was stopped, you know, behind the line of scrimmage a couple times, looked like he was, you know, and still has the quickness to, like, get back inside and pick up seven yards when it looks like there's going to be nothing there. Um, you know, he he doesn't slow down to catch a ball. Like, one of the things, like, there's something, there's a, uh, there, there's a quality about receivers that, yes, are they fluid? Are they Jerry Rice fluid? Okay, we can see that when a guys are running. Ayuk has that. Right. But are your hands as fast as your feet? So, like, I believe, like, Debo's eyes, hands, and feet all work together. Mm -hmm. And he has this amazing speed that he can play with. Some guys have to slow down to catch a ball. Right. They got to body catch it. They got to jump. They got to they got to secure the catch first. He just has this ability to have fast hands and eyes, like on that, Middle that that throw in the middle of the field, you know that uh, that Brock ripped. Yep. Like there's no slowdown in him taking that ball out of the air and snatch it and keep going. Yeah, that was second play of the third quarter there, Baldy, where the Niners go a little quick game, up tempo, up tempo, down 24 to seven. That was a hell of a throw by Brock and a hell of a catch by Debo Samuel. Eight catches, 89 yards for Debo, who, by the way, was 50 50 at the start of the week. Baldy, I didn't think he was going to miss this game. He's Debo Samuel. You have a name like Debo, and you're 50 50. You're playing in the championship game. Come on, Baldy here on the morning roast on the Boxer Girls and Guest Line here. I want to ask you about Shanahan because I thought Shanahan in the second half really called a good game. In the championship drive, I call it the five minute offense. Up 27-24, he took what the defense gave him. We're going to run the ball. We're going to run the clock. We're going to hit quick throws. Brock Purdy with the scramble. But I thought Shanahan really grew up in this situation. What we've seen at times in the past, 2021, against the Rams, where I thought his offense bogged down there. He got a little conservative. Same thing with Super Bowl 54. Now that we're here at the Super Bowl four years later, where's Shanahan grown the most since that Super Bowl loss to the Kansas City Chiefs as a coach, Baldy? Well, uh, they found Brock Purdy. I mean, he trusts his quarterback. And so I think that's the difference. And it's not a knock on anybody else, Jimmy, anybody else that's been here. He trusts his quarterback. And that's what it comes down to. And so you can be aggressive up, you know, three points and go, you know, try to put a nail in the coffin right there and take some shots and, you know, trust that he's going to, Either if he doesn't make the play that's called, he's going to make his own play and create a play like he did a couple of times. So I think that's I think that's the difference. Mm. Like there's always that relationship. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. There's mm -hmm. a, a relationship between the head coach or play caller and a quarterback, and we have seen it throughout time. Josh McDaniels, Tom Brady, whatever. Um, there's just a there's a kinship that exists between those two guys, and you know. I know this, like anybody will tell you this, Kyle is hard on his quarterbacks. Some guys aren't. Some guy, yep. Bill Parcells, is hard on Phil Sims. Some coaches don't want to be like that with their guy. They want to just keep building their confidence. I feel like Kyle can be hard on him on Wednesday at practice. He can be hard on him in the locker room. He can be hard on him on the sideline. Like he's demanding. But, you know, some guys you could do that with because they know exactly what you want. They, mm -hmm. they know that it's inside of you, and this is what we need. And I just feel like that toughness that Kyle likes to coach with, he can do that with Brock. Well, and, and I, I look at it this way, Baldy. Like, 
When I when I hear and these guys aren't champions, but I consider them championship level players. Trent Williams, Fred Warner, George Kittle. I know they haven't won the big one, but like, come on, these guys are all world players. These are generational type guys. They swear by Brock, and they'll stand at their locker room and wax poetically for ten minutes about the guy. Um, and it doesn't feel fake; it feels genuine. That matters to me. And when I see him scrambling yeah. the way he did and not going down, and 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 like in the way Bonte was describing Steve. Young, like yeah. you know, you know, shoulder forward. I don't know, man. I, I I listen to the elite players talk about him, and that hits me in the soul. Yeah, well, I mean, all you have to do is you know take a look at you know Ali McNeil just blasting him. You know, he's, he makes the throw over the middle, and like so, they see the toughness. You know, they they know how tough he is. But I I just remember like his first start out there last year against Tampa. Yeah, and I was asking. Debo, like I was just going through the checklist. Um, you know, can he extend plays? Does he have vision? Does he? Oh, he's like check, check, check. What else, Baldy? Like these guys believed in him before he even got on the field against Miami last year. It's just his study habits, what he was like, quiet rookie, studying all the time, digesting the playbook, carving him up. You know, when he's the scout team quarterback, like they saw it early on. Now they're seeing it every day. Now they're like, you know, they're tongue in cheek now. Yeah, my game manager, he knows how to, you know, I mean, they're, they're playing it up and they'll play it up for two weeks here. But I, I don't think there's any question when you ask Nick Bosa, when you ask Fred, like that's their quarterback. And they don't want anybody else. Nah, I mean, you talk about that Tampa Bay game. The first play of the game, he gets rocked. Now, they call a questionable flag, but he got rocked by Tampa Bay DB. I forget the name. The name is eluding me here, Baldy. But then he goes and leads a touchdown drive, and the rest is history against Tom Brady and company. Um, Real quick, on the AFC, you said you were in Baltimore. That was a great environment. What a championship game. The weather, the hitting, the defenses. Baltimore comes up short. Zay Flowers with the fumble at the goal line. That Chiefs defense stole the show. What's your big takeaway from that AFC Championship game there, Baldy? I don't know if there's a, a better big game defensive coordinator in the history of the NFL than Steve Spagnuolo. Wow. Then Belichick? I mean, he just keeps doing it. Yeah, no, I mean, just... the history of the game, you look at him taking wow. down the 18-0, you know. Patriots. Uh, yeah. Patriots. You look at him uh, most recently in Kansas City. And what he's doing, what he just did. Like if you just look at the three quarterbacks, they've just they just went up against Tua in Miami. Tua had a quarterback rating of sixty-four. They went up against Josh Allen, the great Josh Allen, who had forty-four touchdowns this year, had a quarterback rating of eighty-six. Lamar might win the MVP. He looked pedestrian. Mm. Like he challenged his corners to go take on Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, Rashad Bateman, Nelson Aguilar. We're going to put you guys on you guys on an island. Show me what you can do. And he trusts everyone, Joshua Williams, Jalen Watson, uh, you know, Trent McDuffie, uh, you know, Legereus Sneed. Yep. And they just said, we're going to stack the box and stop the best running football team in the league, and we're going to discourage them from running. They had an unbelievable game plan. Yeah. Totally different. Heck, the, the, different the game plan Buffalo, against yeah. Josh Allen the week yeah. before was completely different right. than four weeks before that. Yep. <laughs> like, his ability to, play, to put the pieces together in – and and then design the game plan and get the players to execute. In fact, all the, he hates this, but I'm going to say it to, about him anyways. All the defensive backs in Kansas City wear these T-shirts underneath their pads, and it says, in Spags we trust. And so I, I texted Spags after the game. I'm like, Spags, I need some of these T-shirts, man. I want to wear them. <laughs> He's like, I want to get rid of those T-shirts, Paul. Yeah. He doesn't want any attention, but like they believe in what he does. And, you know, look. I mean, Drew Tranquil was picked off the scrap heap, and you look at the guys that they have. They had four rookies start last year yep. in the Super Bowl game. Mm-hmm. Six rookies played. Like he gets guys ready to play and designs these plans, and you never know what it's going to be until the game actually unfolds. That's funny, buddy. We were discussing this earlier with Spagnola. Like, we got to deal with this joker again, like in Super Bowl 54, and that game plan against Buffalo to Baltimore. He's blitzed every other play, and then, of course, on the other side, you got Mahomes and Kelsey. Kelsey, 11 targets, 11 catches. I mean, we'll break it down in depth next week, but I already have a headache thinking about the kids to see the Chiefs <laughs> right now, Baldy. Mahomes on third nine. This cat burglar back foot throws it deep to MVP. Yes, who hasn't caught a damn deep pass all year, and he comes up with the biggest play to send him to the Super Bowl? Oh, Baldy, why do we have to deal with Mahomes again? Well, it's a, it, you know, it's a true dynasty. You know, just like you know, 
Golden State Warriors, yep. like Chicago Bulls, like the Patriots. This is a living, real-life dynasty. And they would like nothing more than to add, you know, another um, another trophy into their bank, <laughs> you know, and just keep, you know, stockpiling these things and have another parade and another miserable day in Kansas City, and the entire city will be um, – that's – that's how they think. I mean, it was unbelievable what Mahomes just did to that defense. Unbelievable. They didn't score in the second half. They went 17-10 to in Baltimore. Now we have the Super Bowl set up, and we'll break it down all next Tuesday, Baldy. We'll get into it. I know you're in the film room right now, already thinking about Super Bowl 58 Las Vegas. We'll see you out there in Las Vegas, Baldy. Can't wait for that. Thanks so much for the time today, breaking down yep, these my games. my pleasure, man. guys. Anytime. Yep. Brian Baldinger. Brian Baldinger here on the Boxer Girls and Guest Line. We'll see him in Vegas next week in Sin City as the Niners get ready for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm already thinking about the Chiefs. already thinking about what we're going to have to do. Spagnolia company. But we'll, let's continue to break down the NFC title game. By the way, we'll replay this Balding interview at 920 today on the Morning Rose. Injury Report right now, Spadona. It's time for the Injury Report. It really hurts. Brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm. Helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. All right, few injuries for the 49ers as Shanahan met with the media yesterday for a conference call. Cornerback Ambry Thomas is day-to-day as he deals with an ankle injury. Tight end George Kittle's dealing with a minor toe issue. And he's also day-to-day. Neither injury considered serious. Come on, Kittle's playing. Debo's playing. This is the Super Bowl. Avery Thomas, huh, need him to play. Don't have many options there. Injury report brought to you by Bakhtar Gerson, Northern California's Premier Workers' Compensation Law Firm. Helping get your workers get their lives back for over 40 years. What's coming up in the game? Brought to you by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. More of your phone calls, 888-957-9570. What's the biggest takeaway? What was the turning point of that NFC title game? Also, what were you thinking at halftime? What did you do yourself to kind of flip the game and flip your own mojo? I prayed. Shasky prayed. Daily Boy took a walk. What did you do? Some people just smoked some tree. That's what they did. We can say that, right, Shasky? I think we can. Let's break. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.